Welcome to episode two of TOC Presents Get to Know. I'm your host, Johnny Zoo, and I am very excited because we got a special guest today. Our guest is Kelly Marble, and she is the program manager for Tech Equity Collective. Prior to that role, you know, she worked in various program and project roles with Gas South, American Cancer Society, and Enricher. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Kelly Marble. <laughs> Hey everyone. Thanks, John. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here and look forward to our conversation. Yes. So Kelly, first question I'd be like to ask our guest is, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. I have some plans for this Friday afternoon slash evening. So I'm excited for those. Um, you know, I just finished some pho. So that was really yummy, but I'm really good. I'm feeling good. How about you, John? I got to say, you know, today's been a great day. There's been a lot going on, you know, with planning for our next event, as well as, you know, festivities over here at the Russell Center. So it's, it's overall it's been a great day. And overall, it's been a great week, um, you know, in terms of everything that's been happening this week. So looking forward to the weekend and seeing what's in store. Nice. We love that. Awesome. Yeah, I'm excited for the weekend too. This week was, this week was a bit taxing. It was a trying. This was one of my hardest <laughs> weeks. I would say that. <laughs> Just a lot of work. <laughs> Excellent. Yes, work, work, work. Especially tech field. All right, Kelly. So <laughs> for us to start, Kelly, tell us about your journey in the tech. How did you get started in the tech? Sure. Yeah. So my journey into tech is actually a non-traditional route. Um, Crazy thing is I was in the hospitality industry and I wanted to change directions. And this is back in 2011, John, and um, I saw an ad on Craigslist to apply for a Microsoft retail job. And I applied, I got the job. And so I helped open the first Microsoft retail store in Georgia at Linux Square Mall. Oh my goodness. (laughs) We worked in the same. We worked at the same time in Linux Mall because I worked at the Apple Store upstairs. <laughs> Why was the rivalry so real? Like it was. Yes. It was too intense between Apple and Microsoft. Oh my gosh! Wow. So you remember? Okay. <laughs> that is that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I love that. So I was there for about five, maybe four and a half years. Okay. Um, I did training, sales, and community events from a training perspective, training business executives and, you know, your everyday consumers. I did B2B sales, B2C sales, and then community events was probably my most funnest time. Um, You know, I led our DigiGirl initiatives and our volunteer store efforts and um, just building community partnerships. So really enjoyed my time at Microsoft. I would say that it was a foundational time. you know, it actually uh, helped me in a lot of ways to what I'm doing now. But after uh, I started my career at Microsoft, I was doing volunteerism during that time. And okay. I landed my first job outside of retail through volunteering. So that was really cool. So I landed into a tech company. I was a program manager for a uh, band of coders. And I helped women and girls in STEM initiatives. So really, really passionate about that. And um, I directed this EDU pilot program. It was like over 125, over 125, over 102, over 250 girls. And it wow. had like different elements to it. 
Yeah, it was dope. Like we had like a woman in tech series where we had women in tech speak to the girls, how to train the volunteers, the instructors. Um, it was a really impactful program. And we also did like a complete rebrand. So I was in charge of rebranding like our, our logo and our outreach. And so we were able to get into a few publications locally and um, business enterprise really blew up just um, helping girls figure out their careers in STEM and letting them know that that's a possibility. Wow. So, I mean, and it's so crazy too, because he mentioned, he was like, oh, you worked at, you know, all these non-technical jobs and these startups. Like I've, I feel like I've been through the gamut. So like retail to nonprofit, to large scale companies, to small companies, to startups. So several different tech and non-technical jobs for sure. Excellent. So funny when you mentioned that you worked at Microsoft. I remember leading the Apple store. We hate. I'm not gonna say that we hated. You. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Y'all did. Y'all. Yeah. And we y'all did not like. Yes. Y'all would rub it in our face. Y'all would come by the store and like yep. terrorize us. <laughs> Listen, I used to. So I used to go into the store. I used to go in the store like. I would cover up my Apple shirt and I would go in there and complain and be like. What is this? Someone help me with this, please. I think I remember us. you. That was I us. Think I... <laughs> that was us. Because I'm very petty. <laughs> Folks that know me know that I can get really petty. So I, so I remember I used to tell my team, like, let's go down there and harass them. Like, go down there like, mess something up. <laughs> because honestly, I feel like we had the best store. We had the best time. Like, working at that store, because it was so crazy. Um, Microsoft really didn't have a retail model. So they just copied like their corporate model to retail. And so yeah. the opportunities were super out, out of this world. Um, but, you know, we didn't have time to to meander with the Apple people. We were out here, you know, <laughs> <laughs> building community, chasing our dreams. So, I mean, it's, it's cool. It's cool. Excellent. Excellent. Wow. What? That's interesting. Did not know that. Awesome. Awesome. So now you are the program manager at uh, um, Tech Creative. Tech Equity no, tech, Collective. Tech, tech Equity Collective. So tell us, how'd you, how'd you end up in that role? Yeah, uh, I would say, honestly, like divine intervention. So I'm a huge activism activist. And I had a recruiter reach out to me and said, hey, uh, Google's looking for this specific PGM for racial equity initiatives, and they'll be managing a portfolio of work and helping to drive their, their missions forward. And I was like, this looks cool. This looks like an alignment. I always wanted to work for Google. And so I interviewed and I got the job. And so I was super excited because it was actually a dream job for me. I feel like it was a niche between, hey, I get to impact my people, the black community, um, through economic empowerment and help them get jobs in tech, while also working for one of the largest tech companies and the impact that they're making globally. So it it was serendipitous. It was amazing. Like I think all the work that I've did in the in, from my past led to that moment. Excellent, excellent. So looking back, so your career started from your tech career started from. An ad in Craigslist. An so ad in Craigslist. <laughs> and you are now a program manager, you know, at Google, you know, doing big things. 
So talk to us about some of the projects that you get to work on, if you can. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. So when I think about the projects I get to work on, it's definitely um, the things I enjoy most about my job. So one of them is the TEC Impact Fund. And it's a fund where it's a million dollars that we help support and amplify Black and allying organizations that directly impact people getting into tech, specifically Black people, specifically Black people, specifically <laughs> black people <laughs> and oh, we focus awesome, on developers awesome. and engineers so yeah really loving that and um another one is we have a organization called code next they specialize in helping kids 18 plus the black and latinx community um providing them with skills cs skills and just upskilling them for tech careers we partner with them to create a course they're doing like these multi-sessions through the end of the year on the art of interviewing in tech. So really helping folks within the communities to understand like you can be tech adjacent, tech agnostic, tech aspiring, but if you have a passion for it, there are ways to enter into this space. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So what do you enjoy most about your job? Honestly- What gets Kelly excited? <laughs> impacting my community, like impacting my community through funding, resources, programming, and going to cultural events. I mean, I feel like I've built a lot of my community um, throughout my career. So when I get to go to like, we talked about it a little bit earlier, like hype night and see Christina um, Smith Newton uh, do this amazing organization where they have girls in STEM and they're providing scholarships and these girls are seeing themselves in a whole new career path. And it, that really creates economic empowerment and helps their families. And it's like this, this huge, like just wave that kind of flows from that. That's get, that's what gets me excited. Like, cause I'm, I'm a, I know firsthand how tech has changed my life. And so like being able to do that for others and share that is just, not only does it get me excited, it gets me super emotional. So I would say that's like one. And then two, it's partnerships and community building. Because I truly believe like your tribe is your vibe in the city of Atlanta. When I tell you the black tech scene is here, um, just how much it has grown over the last 10 years, it's, it's insane. And the people that were doing the work 10 years ago are still doing it now. And this right. new wave of talent, it, they blow my mind. Like John, I am in love with this next generation because I feel like our generation opened the door and they're fucking running through it excuse my language, but they are just <laughs> making waves. They're creating their own lanes. They're collaborating with each other. They're building each other up. And that's pouring into just like every industry, every sector. So super excited about that and seeing that as well. Excellent, excellent, excellent. I can tell just like when you talk about, you know, what you do, like the joy that it brings, like you're like so excited to just talk about how you're helping and impacting our people. Um, one thing I wanted to ask in terms of our people, you know, what are some resources that you use to help level up in your career, you know, that's for a, the different roles you had? Yeah, that's a great question. So four things. I think being able to tell a story and an idea or a vision is so important. So early in my career, I think I was like mid-20s, I actually went to Toastmasters. It's okay. like this 
organization that helps you in public speaking. Mm -hmm. And it helped me in so many ways. I mean, the way you present yourself, the way you talk candidly, um, you know, impromptu, impromptu type of speeches. And so I really took a lot from that. And so I would say, you know, if you're having trouble like presenting yourself or talking to audience audiences or something like that, like join communities that can help you build that skill. Um, second thing, joining and fostering communities, such as like, I'm on this huge platform on Facebook, um, it's the Sister Circle, Black Women in Tech. They were awesome. instrumental in me getting my job at Google. Um, I was a part of this, I'm still part of the community. And I said, hey ladies, I'm interviewing for this job. Um, it's my dream job. These, you know, I gave them a little bit of description. When I say immediately, immediately John, like two women <laughs> from Google said, oh my gosh, I volunteer, I, you know, I'm, I'm on the board, blah, 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 call me girl. Like I'll give you the ins and outs, the tea. And I said, okay, say less. We jumped on the call and they really helped prep me. And you know, that's that's part of having that community. Um, volunteering, uh, I feel like it's good exposure, networking, and it could be, it could lend you to your next opportunity like it did for me. Um, you know, I think when you volunteer with your passion, people can see that, they can sense it, it doesn't feel performative. And so I definitely recommend that. And lastly, Mm -hmm. um, I feel like a really good resource is attending conferences. Like, don't be thank afraid. You, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> don't be afraid to put yourself out there to just do it. I think there's a stigma, to be honest, where people feel like it's a give and take when they attend conferences. Like, they have to be able to say, hey, well, I can do this for you. For me, I feel like we should reimagine kind of like building. It could be about, hey, we have these other ways that we can figure out how conferences can work for us and how we can work for them. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Wow, you gave you gave there some really good nuggets in terms of like um, definitely going to conferences. For me, I'm a big proponent of folks going to conferences, and I feel a lot of times we don't go. And I'm always asking myself, why not? Like, I know for me in my career in tech, it's because of me going to conferences, which helped me land these future opportunities that I have. Um, one story that I like to share for me is I went to a conference in Cali, you know, in LA. And I met some folks at MailChimp who were there at the conference. And we just had a, sorry, we just, 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 just chit-chatting. And one of them said, wouldn't it be funny if you ended up working at MailChimp one day? Fast forward, literally a year and a half later, pandemic happens. I got laid off from my job. And, you know, I spent a month, you know, just trying to figure out, you know, what is John going to do? You know, I've been good with my money, but, but what is John going to do? And I reached out and uh, no, actually, no, what happened was I had changed my status on LinkedIn to open for work. And someone who worked at MailChimp, who remembered me from the conference, was like, John, you're looking for a job? We got a job. And boom, that's how I landed work. That's how, that's how I ended up at, at, at MailChimp as a senior and, data analyst, just like that, from meeting someone at a conference. And, and those, stories, 
those stories, I feel like people think they're like the exceptional stories or the ones that are like, oh, it's, um, you know, a once in a lifetime. But to your right. point, John, I feel like they happen quite frequently. They happen a lot more than we realize. And so I agree. People should attend them, put their names out there. Um, you know, just like you said, just connect. Definitely, definitely, definitely. How was your time at Maltrant, by the way? I, oh. I really, I like Maltrant. They're dope. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Um, now, granted, I, I did leave Mailchimp to pursue, you know, my own entrepreneurial, you know, consulting, you know, being a consultant. But I enjoyed okay. my time there. You know, the people who I met, you know, despite all the things that were happening at the time, mm-hmm. um, you know, with Mailchimp, like the team that I worked on was great. The people I met, and what's funny was. When I worked at Mailchimp, I found a lot of former Apple employees who worked with me at Apple <laughs> worked at Mailchimp. Like at least like nine or ten of them. And I'm like, wait a second, you work here, <laughs> and you work here, and you work here, and we all worked at Linux. Like some of them worked at Linux with me when I moved over to Perimeter. So I worked. Yeah. So, so funny thing is, is, I worked. I worked at Apple for almost ten years. So it was a little, a little under ten years. I did mm-hmm. five years at Linux, but I was always going back to Linux every single time. And then I, I did about four, almost five years at Perimeter. But it, it, it was funny when, when I got to MailChimp, it was like, wait a second. I used to work with you, 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 you guys are all Apple employees. I, 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 you know, did, <laughs> yeah, like literally MailChimp, MailChimp was like poaching Apple employees. <laughs> To work for him. So I was seeing yeah, that. I saw that connection. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It was about like, yeah, it was about, I, I, I kind of think nine, nine former Apple employees that I met that I worked with at some point, either at Linux or at Perimeter, um, that worked at MailChimp. Wow. That's yeah. in, so it's three at Google now that worked at Microsoft Retail. Um, and one of them, she actually gave the referral link to to the other. So that was really cool to see. Excellent to see that trajectory of, of, of that. Yeah. I don't know. Like I sometimes I do miss the working at the store aspect because I did the store, then got into the corporate side. And it was, of course, it was different because you're working with business. You're not working with customers. But it's interesting how the stores are still around, you know, now. And they're all different now. They're not the same. Apple's still around. <laughs> Microsoft. I know, yeah. yeah. You, you guys had to bow out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> you had to bow out the game. <laughs> He's like to what we were good at, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. That's right. Team iPhone. Team iPhone all day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. I have iPhone, so I can't. Yeah. can't. See, see? You came onto the right side. It's not the dark side, it's the right side. I did. I did. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm no longer loyal, I guess. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. Um, one, question I, one question I wanted to ask here is, if you could go back in time, what would you tell your younger self about the future? John, you know, I actually had to marinate on this, like really think about it. Um, because I think this is like one of the toughest questions I've ever had asked me before. And I landed on on three things. Mm-hmm. Um, if I could go back in time and tell my younger self anything, 
the first thing is you're on the right track. I think when we're younger, we just do not know. We're like, am I doing the right thing? Am I not? Should I pivot here? Should I pivot there? And it's like, everything I did led me to where I am today. So I would just give that reassurance, like you're on the right track. Um, Secondly, it's to be kind to yourself. Sometimes you have to start and fix the mistakes along the way versus trying to make any, trying not to make any mistakes at all. I think um, sometimes we get caught up in seeing the end products of things from like social media, whether that's like a reel or to like a, a product launch. And we think like, oh my gosh, when I go out into the world, it has to be the best thing, the most perfected thing. And it's like, no, just start and just fix it along the way. You know, it's all about iteration, about being agile. And um, the last one, and John, this is something that um, has really been impacting me uh, the last couple of months is write out the characteristics of, sorry, write out the characteristics of a great leader, then show up as her as much as possible. Mm. I mean, you're not going to be able to do it every day, but do it as much as possible. Like, wh- like, what do you think a great leader is? Write that out and then embody it, you know, because it, it will definitely take you a lot further in your career. Excellent. Excellent. Wow. That there was deep. It took me back a little bit when you said that. Wow. Excellent. Um, I had a question, you know, as we we're talking that just popped up in my, you know, in my head. When looking at, is, is there anyone that you could look back to in your career that you would say was a big influence to where you are now? If you have anyone. Let me tell you how good God is. Uh-huh. I've had so many Black woman managers in my career, and I do not think that's typical. Um, right. Now, being in Atlanta, maybe. <laughs> but outside of that, I don't know if that's typical, especially in tech. Um, so like even my first black manager, black woman manager at Microsoft, she definitely nurtured importance to me. She was able to see my attributes, really good qualities, and she honed in on it. So like the things that I was really passionate about, she's like, okay, I'm gonna let her take reins and do what she needs to do. And I think that was super impactful for me. Um when I had another black manager, black woman manager, when I was working at um, Gas South, and we were doing this huge merger and acquisition, and um, the 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 COO at the time said, "Oh, we want Kelly to lead um, the market for for this M and A," and I said, "You want me to do what?" I said, "Absolutely not." And it was my <laughs> black woman manager. Her name was Charlie. She was like, no, Kelly, you've already been doing it. You just probably didn't know you were doing it, but you were doing it. And she had to like coach me. I feel like I feel like those were the instrumental people, the the people who can kind of see who you are without you knowing who you are at the time. And they can pull it out of you. And then you grow into that person. Wow. So like that, Mm -hmm. that to me. So those were very instrumental people with me. And I've had some mentors along the way too, people who believed in me and said, took chances on me. And, and some of those chances were flops, some of them were wins, but it's all about growing. So yeah. Excellent. I gotta say one of the main reasons why I wanted to do this interview is when I met you at the Blackest Tech Conference, like your energy, I was like, wow, like she has this energy. I was like, I gotta interview her. Like, 
I can just feel your energy of like how confident you are in what you do and just your overall presence is just, you know, amazing to see. Um, if there's, you know, for our last, I would say our, our final questions here, if there's one piece of advice, one or two pieces of advice that you could give um, the next generation about getting into this tech field, what would it be? One or two pieces of advice. Um, two things, it's never it's never too late to get started or to pivot. So if you're looking to get into it, I would say, um, I don't wanna be cliche and say just do it. <laughs> right. But honestly, there's, there's so many different resources on how you can get into tech and you don't have to be technical to be in tech. Um, and I also think like there's a lot of information out there that kind of draws people into tech surrounding the pay or surrounding the lifestyle. But I would say um, think about the reasons why you want to be in tech and find folks who find a community that can help support you in that. I think those are like the biggest ones. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Kelly, is there anything else that you would like to share with our audience? Like, how can we get in contact with you? Yes, for sure, for sure. So uh, my email box is open. Please reach out. Um, my email is kmarble, M-A-R-B-L-E, at google.com. You know, drop me a message. I would love to connect. Um, so that's definitely the, the biggest way to get in contact with me. Um, and yeah. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Well, folks, we want to definitely thank Kelly for taking some time out of her, I'm pretty sure, busy schedule to sit here and talk with us and to share her journey of how she got into tech, you know, and just, I can tell you, if you ever get, if you ever get the chance to meet Kelly, like, she's just energy. Like, you can just feel the energy when she walks in the room and how confident she is in terms of what she can and what she she can do. And the thing I can tell is that she truly, truly cares about helping Black people get into tech. And so it's important for us. And for me, like, I feel that the best way to get out of poverty for our people is to get into tech. And you, and tech is not only coding. There are so many different roles in the tech field that you can get into. So find something that interests you connect with the organization or group that can that can help foster those feelings mm -hmm. and just do it get into it it's it's i can tell you for what it's done for me the countries that i've been to the places that i've been and you know for me i'm a i'm an avid traveler so tech has a, afforded me the ability to go to a lot of places that i don't think other careers could have afforded me to so <laughs> And let's talk about, you know, it's so crazy, too. When I got into tech, I actually had to unlearn a certain work ethic. Right. Um, and I think that's something that's not talked about either. It's putting in the work to unlearn kind of like that hustle and grind culture because it's totally different. It's more so about strate being strategic, building networks. And yes, you have to put in the work, but it's, it's, it's a different type of of a mindset. And so that was something that was um, truly, uh, I would say, a blessing to have gone through as well. Because that took me, a, it took me about a year and I'm still learning it, 
you know, to mm -hmm. unlearn some of, those, some of those behaviors. So yes, some of those quote unquote traditional behaviors of of having to work. <laughs> Tech is not yeah. like that, you know. Like I remember one year uh -huh. I went to Columbia, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I was like, I just want to go to Columbia, and I went to Columbia, got a, got me an apartment, and we're we're meeting, and then my team was like, John, where are you? I'm like, oh, I'm in Columbia. Like, you're in Columbia. Yeah. I'm in Columbia. I'm working on Columbia. And, and, and I and I turned the camera around. Once once my shift is over, I'm going to the beach. Right. <laughs> so yeah, you know, there are not many, you know, careers that allow you that you know, that, that level of flexibility to be able to go out there and work in other places. And so that's one thing that I definitely enjoy about working in this field. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Excellent. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for your time. We really yeah. appreciate it. And she shared with you, you know, how to get in contact with her. And that information will be in the description notes um, in this episode. Kelly, we thank you very much for taking the time. Any last words that you have that you want to say? Or Yes, I want to thank you, John. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate our time together. I know we're going to continue building. Super excited that I met you um, a few weeks ago. So I know that budding relationship is going to continue to bud. Thank you for the listeners. Um, please tap in. Again, my email box is open. Um, would love to share or hear or listen. So I'm here for that. Um, and, and yeah, I'm super excited to, to support technologists of color. So thanks so much. Thank you. And with that, we're signing off. Everyone have a great day. Bye.